Stockport County Live. I've just pressed record now. So uh, don't worry, Dicko. All those shirt compliments you've been throwing out, those aren't going out. Very um, spicy, that, mate. Very spicy. I, did, I didn't hear what you said, Liam. Can you repeat it? I, I, yeah, yeah. If you, if you didn't hear what I said, mate. I, what I said was, I can't tell where his shirt ends and his wallpaper starts. <laughs> Jokes on you, mate, because these are curtains. <laughs> what, what, what are you wearing, curtains? <laughs> I'm wearing a table box. Like a pot towel. <laughs> I feel not well, Chris. Honestly, I wouldn't listen to him. Yeah, it's nice to see you too, Nico. Where were you last week? Here and back on. I don't feel bad hammering him. <laughs> um, how are we, boys? All good, mate. All good. All the better for seeing uh, you too. I've, I've, had a, I've had a tough week, if I'm honest, mate. Depressing week. Should have been in uh, Mexico with the, with a partner in crime. Um, oh, really? With Olmsted, actually. But yeah, COVID put a stop to that, didn't it, eh? Yeah, no, no kids as well. No kids are meant to be bliss. Have you had? Have you had plenty of tequila to make up for it? No, I've just been, just been thinking about what, what, how many times I'm gonna have to cancel this holiday now because I won't be going anywhere soon. I'm pushing yeah. it back to November. I probably have to push it back for next year again. We was just it all, was it all inclusive? Oh, I'll talk about it, Matt. <laughs> I don't blame. I don't blame you, mate. Yeah. All in, all singing, all dancing. All singing, yeah, all dancing. Pocket aces. Well, the, the biggest worry I was going to have is I was there for nine nights and there's 11 restaurants in the hotel. Like, I would have, I would have had to double up at one night. <laughs> that was the biggest problem, biggest dilemma of, of the week. Really. Yeah, one in front, one behind. I know what you mean. Yeah, now, yeah. Now, now all I'm doing is standing on Lego at home instead. <laughs> well, um, I, I, I was saying to you off air, I was going to bring a beer on. Um, because I got some nice ones earlier in the week, but I drank them all earlier in the week. So I'm just on a cup of tea. But he always threatens to bring a beer on, doesn't he? He always threatens it. I've got a cup with the greatest band in the world on, though, so it's all right. <laughs> what do you want, Nico? I, I know that there's something lurking. Standard, mate. Papers. I can't go wrong with the Budweiser, can you? No, of course not. Uh, listen, tonight, very special guest coming on at any moment, momentarily. Strikers Union... Uh, Richie Bennett's going to join us. Now, I was saying to you, to you both before, I think there's some similarities in, in the way you two play. Obviously, Jim brought Richie to the club and we know that he likes that, that big number nine up top. So I think you two will get on like a house on fire. And uh, he's come in, he's shown his big guy with a touch, scored a couple of screamers to boot. Um, I think you two, you get on quite well. I was very impressed when he came on at the West Ham game. Um I thought he, I thought he bullied defenders. I thought he held the ball up well. You know, he, you know, he scored. I, I was very impressed with that game, yeah. that performance. And then, um, yeah, I can see what you mean about the similarities. Um, you know, obviously, when you when you when you're tall, you, you, you class as a, a lot of time as a target man. It's not necessarily like he's got good footwork. He, he wants the ball to feet in behind. Um, it looks a very de- very decent player to me. Well, I tell you what, that's quite high praise. Let's bring him in on that note. Richie Bennett, good evening, sir. Can I just say as well, before we start, that's a, that's a right. cracking moustache that you're rocking there, sir. Uh, it's locked down. I'm not impressing anyone. So I don't really go <laughs> oh. yeah. You're where the yeah. nearest yeah. machine is. <laughs> just neglect, is it? Is that is? <laughs> that, that's, probably, that's probably the best I've ever had it, to be fair. Can't, it doesn't go much thicker than that. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? You should get some photos taken in the county kit now 
like the traditional old style looking photos, make it black and white, a bit coffee stain. You could like Richie Bennett, nineteen forty five. It looks it looks great. Uh, Listen, I'm only I'm only well. jealous. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Stockport County Live. We'll start properly and officially now. How are you doing, pal? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, good. Uh, yourself, yeah? We're ticking over, aren't we, fellas? What's your are? Ready to go? Not too bad, mate. Um, well, let, let, let's, let's start straight with the football. It's, um, it's, 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 a, it's a learning phase for County, let's say that at the moment, because we can't get around the fact that there's a few games without goal tests, if you like. But we're a team in transition, a club in transition, if you like. Um, it's it's a learning phase for County at the moment. Yeah, I think I think that's you've you've highlighted that and it on the head. I think um, obviously the, the gaffer's come in um, and he's got his own idea and he knows he's got to get to know the players, the strengths, the weaknesses, the formations, what works, what doesn't, and there's always going to be a bit of a transition period and it's about about us and what we can do as a group. Um, and, and I think we've been doing well, to be fair. Obviously, we've, we've probably not scored in the last two games. And look back, we've probably, we probably did enough to win, win them both. Um, and what we can keep doing is just keep working as a group and keep solid. And like I said, just keep trying to improve and, and take on board what the gaffer wants to do with us and try and implement it on, on match days. I don't, I don't. I don't want to put too much emphasis and pressure on this because we know, you, you know, we know that it's incre- an incredibly talented uh, group of players. That, that the manager's come in and he's getting to know everything. But he's, you know, people speak very highly of him. He's got great references. Dicko, maybe I bring you in on this as well. As a striker, not not as a player in any other position at the club. But if if there has been a couple of games without a goal, do you do you feel a bit more pressure? Um. You know, it's, it's, there's, a, there's a number of different reasons that, that there couldn't be goals or this. You, you adapt into a different style of play. Um, obviously, Jim had his, his philosophy of the way he wanted to play. Um, uh, the gaffer's come in and his he's could be totally different. He's, he's had that academy style going going up through the, through the academies um, at Brighton, through the age groups into the first team. And Brighton's first team style of play will be totally different to... Stockport County style of play, so it's just finding that that middle ground where the players can adapt and the manager can also see the the strengths and the um, and uh, the positives from what the what he's already got in the camp. So I wouldn't be too worried about a couple of games and no goals. Um, you know, you see that in the Premier League, top top teams in the Premier League, players yeah. have droughts, teams have droughts. A couple of games, you've got to look at the, the position they are in the league and. You take the positives from it and, and just continue to do what they're doing and working with the gaffer. It's, it's only going to get better. One one thing I've got to say, Richie, and this is I know <clears throat> you, you you only say this really the first couple of weeks of the season when new players have come in, but something Macaulay Southam Hale said last week made me want to bring it up this week. He said um, I asked him how he was settling in, how he was finding moving to Stockport, everything else, and he said, "Oh, the first couple of weeks," he said, "Ask Richie Bennett." The first couple of weeks, he said, no one knew I was here. And now, now I'm one of the loudest ones there. Richie says it all the time. That, to me, says the squad is now in that position where the gel in the cracks there. Uh, and, and that makes me not worried about, like Dicko says, a couple of games, because it sounds like the squad's in a good place. Yeah, the, the squad's in a really good place as, as a unit. You know, it, it, there's, there's no, like, different, you know, in changing rooms, you tend to get, like, 
they had six and one five or the other or in the and you get a good group but to be fair we're, we're all one big group uh which i think is is really good you know we, we back each other up our, our demands on each other um are so high and we go into every game and we're pushing each other and, and we're disappointed we come across two games at nil nil and we come in and we're all like we've just been beat four five nil. We we know we've got to be winning games. We, our demands on ourselves and what the gaffer puts on us are we need to we need to be there and winning every game. We go out to win every game. You know we've been, the teams we've played in the last couple of times have sort of sat in and they've celebrated the nil nil as if they've beat us two or three nil. And I think that says something about our team and and what other teams want want to do. You know we we know that teams have come in and parking the bus and trying to trying to get us on the break and it's up to us to break them down uh, and I think that's something that we we've got to get a lot better at um, and I think we are doing it uh, but yeah as a group I think we're we, we're a tight-knit squad you know and, and our demands on each other and as a squad are very high are you uh are you a uh, let me try and get my words out properly here. are you a line leading striker like Deco was would you would you put yourself in that kind of frame? As like you lead the line. Uh, I, I, I think, like, like we said, Dicko was saying about being a target man. Everyone looks at your height and thinks, "Oh, Mike, or target man, target man." He's got to be. But and I think I think I've got a lot better that over the years. I've developed that side of the game uh, a lot better than what I did, and I can do that side of it. Uh, but I think, like Dicko said, I think I like more to my feet, and I think I can use my feet more, bring other people into play. Um, so I think there's a lot more to my game than just being a traditional target man, stand up there and and just use my head or bounce. I think there's a bit more. Uh, I'd like to think anyway there's a bit more to my game than that. It's a nice surprise sometimes, like you say, when you see um, when you, when you sign a new player or, for example, a striker and you you sign a big lad and the fans are just thinking, oh, and the players as well. Though he's, he's six foot four, six foot five, ping it to his head, get it on his head. And, and when you actually get the ball into the feet, and they do a bit, and they can turn, and they can bring players in, and they can and they can run the lines and run the channels, it's a, it's a nice surprise, and it's like it's, some people are quite shocked. But I was just obviously saying before you uh, before you came on the West Ham game, I thought you I thought you were fantastic. Um, the way you brought players in, you used your strength, you ran the channels, you didn't stop you didn't stop working, and um, it is it's, it is. I feel like you get that that label as a big lad. Right, target man. He's got to go into his chest. He's got to go into his head for flick-ons, and it's up to you to prove them wrong, kind of thing. Mm. I think. I think, I think the point. Uh, sorry, Matt. Go on. No, go for it. Go for it, Rich. No, I, I think in certain games there's going to be times in conference, especially that that that's going to have to be a big part of the game. You know, when things aren't going, well, you're going to have to going to have to do that dirty side before you can come come and get the ball to feet and and express yourself. In, You've got to do that side of the game probably just as much as you as the next side. Sorry, Matt. Sorry to No, it's okay, pal. Don't worry. I was just going to say, mate, I think the fact that you're in Stockholm County's first team, you know, a squad that's looking to go up into the Football League, you must have a hell of a lot more to your game than just the target, man. You must have or you wouldn't be there. And I think I think, I think you made a great point earlier, um, just backtracking a little bit to, to the demands. That that's always the sign of a, cr- a cracking side and a, and a really great side. The players demand um, more of each other, and and I think it was Alex Ferguson that said about 15, 20 years ago when he had the likes of Skulls, Gigs, Nicky, but the Neville brothers all coming through. He said, you know, Peter Schmeichel. I didn't really have to do much from the side. They were they were ripping each other's heads off and demanding more from each other. If you've got that, 
you're you're on the, you're on the way then. You mentioned that you mentioned the West Ham game, Dicko. Richie, there was one moment. Just tell us what it was like for you on the pitch, because there was one moment when you come on, and this is not a slant at the ground staff because the weather was torrential that night. It was so bad, um, but there was one moment where you've kind of broke free, and I thought, this is it. And the ball caught up. I know that you know what when I'm talking about the ball caught up in the in, in the, the water, in the, water. Yeah. In the swimming pool on the left wing. Yeah, and I thought, you know, but just for that brief second, I thought he's going to do this, you know. But then, and through no fault of your own, the ball held up a little bit. Just what was it like being on the pitch at that moment? Yeah, well, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. I'd have, I'd have it, it top bins and ran off, you know, and, and celebrated. You but you can say that if you want, mate. I like, I like to think that I'd have had another touch in the shot, but yeah, the, the pitch just, I think it got to a point where the pitch weren't really helping any team, you know, at first it was probably helping us a bit and then it got to a point where it was sort of just, the conditions were that bad, it weren't really helping any of us, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought I would, I thought I would through myself to be fair and it just, it just, it just got stuck in that, in the puddle and, and then I had to set it back to John, I think, and he just didn't quite get there, but yeah, it was a good, it was a good, good experience to come on and, like Dicko was saying, it's, it's it's a squad game. I came on there and really did a great shift. You know, the sixty odd minutes he was on there, he'd, he'd run himself into the ground. So it was a uh, it was nice to get on and get some try and help the help, help the lads up the pitch. Yeah, you should have seen the pitch what looked like when we were playing, mate. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like Old Trafford now, mate. We played. Um, I remember. You remember that game with Wickham? Yeah. And the ref, the ref was going to call it off after about. 20 minutes, but we went like we went like three nil up. I think Proudy scored a hat trick, did he? Uh, I will double check. I think Proudy scored a hat trick. We beat him like six nil or something in the season. Yeah, I remember uh, the pitch yeah. was like it was it was worse. It was like a really really bad Sunday league pitch. Oh, <laughs> awful. There was no grass on it. It was just mud and sand. And we and we battered like Wickham. We were top of the league six nil. Was that when Jermaine Easter played for Wickham? I think so. Yeah. Um. Richie, you, you mentioned Alex Reid there. Just tell us a little bit about what it's like, a, a potential partnership blossoming there. And and I think it's what's really important to say is one maybe gets more goals than the other, but the the, the meaning of a partnership means he doesn't get those goals if, if you're not there with him to, you know, kind of make things tick over, if you like, provide the assists. Or even, as I've heard yeah. in some circles, the word pre-assist. You know where you, you make something happen to get there in the first place. What's the dynamic like with you and Reedy? Yeah, I think uh, complement each other. Um, I think that I, I I myself I think play better with, with Reedy alongside me, and I'm sure Reedy thinks he plays better in his game when when I'm playing with him. You know, because I sort of do that side of things and let Reedy just concentrate and getting in behind or making them forward runs. Um, but yeah, it's like I said, when we play as a one, it, it changes the dynamics a bit. But it's we've got them Connor Jennings and and the Tens and Runes. You got people like that running off you. So we've got, I think we've got a good good mixture um, of players, and we we can sort of adapt to any formation with with the great squad we've got. So I think um, I think me and Reedy have got a great partnership. I think we've we need to get back um, like scoring ways and get back assisting, um, enjoying yourself there, Dicko. Yeah. Melting, mate. Two down. Eight to go. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get interviews like this guy, Richie. You don't, it, it doesn't oh, happen, mate. Not like that boring guy. Not wear a suit on, can't you? I, 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 do you know what? I, part of 
you just think Graham Sooner sounds like a little bottle down the side that we can't it's got see. It's got him, mate. It's not comfortable. Yeah. So you've got to wear it yeah. on Sky. I might wear my Wembley suit next week. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. Uh, Richie, one thing that's come up quite a lot yeah. these, these few weeks is um, who's rocking the best of the lockdown hair. We've already we've already said a bit about what's going on on the, the, the people on this call, but who's 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 rocking it in the changing rooms? Who's who's not pulling it off and who's looking all right? Macca's is, is getting overgrown, I think. Um, yeah, last week, uh, there's a few dodgy, there's a, there's a few dodgy trims. I think Willow Willow's missing cut is um, it, <laughs> it looked like a bull. Uh, it looked all right in the back in the changing rooms, and when he went outside, it, you could see a big. Big ball line on there, but uh, <laughs> peaky blind. Think, wrong. Yeah, there's, there's a few dodgy. Yeah, there's a few dodgy trims, but it's expected. You can't do anything about it. No, fair enough. We, I mean, we can still give him a bit. Before we let you go, uh, what, what do you reckon of this shirt? Is it all right? Does it go with the the curtains? All right. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. It's, it's, pattern on pattern. I, I'd rather not see it. Watched it. Looks really yeah. faded. <laughs> Right, well, do you know what, lads? I've uh, I've heard enough. <laughs> um, listen, no, no, listen, Richie. Before we, before we let you go, it is just just to take it onto the the season yeah. again. It is a big season for County. There is still a lot to play for, and with with all the things going on at the moment, we just said literally just before we came on air tonight, uh, the club have released, a, or should I say, the league have released a statement, and and, and the club have have put it out as well. Um, with all this uncertainty going on. The only thing that we can really focus on is what's going on at County. And, okay, the, of course there's some bumps along the road. It's never easy going going from, from you know, looking – we run one promotion recently to this division. We're looking quite aggressively to get it again and again and again. Um, but the focus is there, and there is reason, there are reasons to be positive. Yeah, massively. I think with the group of players we've got, we, we, we know ourselves we should be pushing for promotion. Uh, and it's still in our aims to do that. You know, I think there's a lot of like a lot of games to play, a lot of points to play. Um, so I think it, looking ahead, uh, I think we just got to keep on building. You know, uh, and I'm sure it'll come that we keep turning performances in week in week out, and we keep working hard and keep grinding. I think it it will be a turning point, and we'll go on a little run, and then we'll just see what happens from there. Yeah, of course. Well, uh, listen, mate. We'll let you. We'll let you crack on. Thanks very much for joining us tonight. From my Richie lad. Thanks. Thanks for the compliment Thank on you. the show. Thanks a lot. Quality, Rich. <laughs> that was your welcome. Well, cheers, mate. Nice one. We'll let you run on. Cheers, Rich. Rich. All the best for the season, pal. Yeah. Take it easy. Keep it going. Um, right. Let's not. Let's not bring up the shirt again. Um, listen, <laughs> the shirt slash curtain. Listen, I like. I like Richie. I think as a, as a player on the pitch, I really like the the dynamic that's beginning to form with Alex Reid. I think I think there is I think there's poten- real potential there. Listen, the two have only just started playing together, but if they get a good run of games, and I'm not just talking three, four, five games, maybe half a season, you know, um, yeah. you, you know what it's like. Both of you have been I mean, on the... It could be counted, you know, York and Cole. 10, 15, <laughs> 20 games, it, it takes. That's what you need. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. Sometimes it takes half a season, a full season. But what I like about him is... is very honest as a player, he'll work hard. He'll put his he'll put his body in. He'll put a tackle in. Do you know what I mean? For for exactly what we were talking about before, um, obviously really scoring the goals. He's he's happy for his teammate to be scoring goals as long as they're winning. Putting performances that you get to put strikers that 
and a team player, a bit greedy. They want to score the goals. They sulk if they don't score. We've had this conversation before, but it seems to me he's a very honest player as a team player, and that's exactly what Stockport County need. Did you, um, who, who would you class as your strike partners over the years, county or elsewhere? For me, I was a lone striker for the for the majority of the season. I didn't get my chance really till the the second part of the season. I mean, I played up front with uh, with, with Tess Bramble. Um, Did you play in four two three one, Dick? Yeah, yeah. So I had I had so Tommy Rowan, own, I had Tommy Rowan Pilks either side of me, uh, and Gleese and Gleese. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, and Gleese lingering in the middle. And Gleese, yeah. But I, for the majority of that season, I just played as a lone striker. Um, but you know, other clubs have been at. Um, I don't know, Jermaine Beck. I've had some play good, very good players next to me. Um, Mikhail Smith, um, Aaron McLean. Um, you know, oh, people oh, have scored. <laughs> people have scored like thirty plus goals a season in, in League Two, League One. Yeah. Um, you know, big players. So, but I've as as far as Stockport County is concerned, you know, I've had spells with Anthony Eldin, um, Alf Adam Lafondra, um, but the, when I got my proper run the formation we played I, I was a lone striker I uh, <clears throat> I got got a, a good talk with um, Jermaine Beckford at the West Ham game yeah um, we've got some friends in common we've worked on some some similar things outside of football yeah the, it was good to catch up but he was a real player Jermaine Beckford mate he, honestly he's just a goal machine like obviously I, when I went on loan to look onto Leeds I had a stinker there mate I, I just tweaked my medial wasn't fully fit I just wasn't playing well. And I players I was I was trying to get in a team with Beckford, Snodgrass, Delph. Was Becchio? Making impression. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have very long, did you? No. Uh, but but when I when the, the impression he made wasn't the best because I was I wasn't fully fit. Um fit. yeah, like I say, you had Beckford, you had Delph. Six weeks. You had Shadow Becchio, Snodgrass, Johnny Alson, Bradley Johnson. All these players have played in the Prem now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it was an experience. But yeah, he was a, he was just a goal machine. So on this on this idea of linking up, then let's bring you in a bit, Matty, because in in the centre midfield, I mean, Dick Dicko referred to York and Cole before, but how many midfield duos can you name? What's it like in different areas of the pitch when you? You're looking to build a relationship with a player. These things don't happen overnight. And the one thing I'm trying to get across here is there'll be a lot of people that watch this and, you know, people, believe it or not, like to give us a bit of stick sometimes, mainly me. But, you know, being a bit of, a, being a bit of an apologist for County or, or just trying to say the good things that happen. But people need to, you know, relationships take time, especially yeah, on a football. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, Dicko mentioned the, the strike partnerships coming along and stuff. What's it like in, in in other areas of the pitch when you're when you're trying to get to know someone as a person and as a player and you know learn a new manager's tactics at the same time and and, and everything else? You've got go on, Nicole, mate. Oh, no, 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 go on, go on, go on. No, I was just going to say it all relates back to what we spoke about before and it being a it being a business and it being um, points you know points matter, money matters, so every game matters. And I think that that in itself means that you've not got very long to make an impression. But you have to consider that you're with these players four training sessions a week as well as match day. So yeah. it can happen quite quick. But, but you know, Lee will know better than me what it's like to play with different strikers and what, what he brings to the table, what someone else brings to the table. From my point of view in midfield, I don't think there's anything better than having a good outlet like Liam or like Richie or like 
Jermaine Beckford or whoever it might be, you know, knowing that you're going to fire the ball up to the feet and 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 it's going to stick or something's going to happen. You know, they're going to even if it doesn't stick, even if the swamps, it's going to deflect to one of our sort of front runners, and we're going to we're going to advance up the pitch. You know, get the crowd going. So I think um, there's not just the the relationship between me and my partner in the middle. There's also the relationship between me and Liam, or me and the other striker, or Liam and the other midfielder. You know, it's knowing where to be. It's knowing when you'll know this yourself, Liam. It's knowing when to get in front of your centre half at the right time. When it's, knowing, sort of... it's knowing the player as a person. Like you know, yeah. with me, if I know if if the ball comes into, for example, when we were at Staley Bridge, for, yeah, for yeah. example, I knew as soon as the ball came into Matty, he's he wants that first touch into my feet, and yeah. I knew that ball. He didn't have to look up. I had to sometimes, be there. sometimes blind. It, exactly. It, I'm just going to wrap yeah. it on the corner. It's just understanding that he's going to pin somebody. Exactly. It's understanding. It's, it's, well, Matt, Matt, Matt hit the nail on the head. It's not just on a Saturday. They, they work on this, you know, four four days a week. So yeah. it's, it's, it does take a time, and you know, so fans fans only see it on a Saturday. Then there's the adapting, isn't it? Because if if they get if they cotton onto that and they start playing with a higher line, then that's when the other striker comes to play, or Liam starts yeah. on the channels, and then I have to sort of change my what I do. Yeah. So I'm not not playing to his feet anymore, ten yards. I'm then wrapping around the corner, 20, 30 yards for him to. For him to drop, you know, take him that way again. So I mean, yeah. there's little things along along the way, and it's a relationship between the two, really. From the from the um, personal perspective, if you like, you you hear these stories like when um, Liverpool had that amazing midfield of uh, Steven Gerrard, Javier Mascarano, and Xabi Alonso, amongst others. Yeah. And um, there was the story that Xabi Alonso would would have movie nights round at his house, yeah. where it's got this amazing big cinema screen style, you know, multi-millionaire, whatever. And uh, all the lads come over, and it's it's that as well. I mean, I'm guessing that that can't really happen. Yeah, but, was, yeah, but you got to ask yourself: Was he happy? <laughs> but it's it's that team building, isn't it? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I touched on it a moment ago. You can't. I imagine you. I mean, let, let's say if you put a couple of bad balls into Dick or something, he it's harder for him. I, I would imagine to turn around and give you a rollicking if he if he don't really know you. Or yeah, but it is. But I, I don't think it, I don't think that would stop him. I won't call it a rollicking, but he, he expects more of me, and I expect more well, of him. You so demand. I, you demand. Yeah. He give me. He give me. You know. He give me a little bit of a nudge. Come on, you're better than that. And yeah, and that, that's how things are. It doesn't have to be a rollicking. As far as, such. as far as um, as far as you know, obviously what you're saying about you know the, the use of a movie night and stuff like that, and obviously you can't do that. As far as that 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 goes, when I was at County, you know, I spent time with. My teammates quite a lot off the off the field. You know, I was very close to Griff. I don't we just really got close to Matty then. But as, as obviously as our relationship developed and we were at Staley Bridge together, we spent a lot of time together. We go for food. We travel in together every day. Um, so I think it's important to have that relationship. You've got to sometimes leave football in your private life aside, but you have got players that are in your private life and you are, have become like your best friends. And so it is part and parcel of, of football you know to bond with you and we do a lot you do throughout the season for the clubs I've been at you do a lot of team bonding days where you go out and have a laugh remember remember when we went for a Staley Bridge and we went to that lake yeah. oh, it, was it was just like oh. no one knew what we were doing they just said bring shorts and stuff yeah. uh, bring a pair of shorts and a towel so we had no idea and they took us um, uh, Briggsy took us to this this lake in where was it in Staley Bridge, near Staley Bridge Way. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like some leg thing, and they had them Zorbs, is it Zorbing, the inflatable yeah, ball? Yeah. We did kayaking, yeah. and it was just like, everyone laughed, and it was just, you know, it got the team spirit going again. 
everyone was together rather than coming to training. We were we were in a relegation battle, so you know morale was down, and it was rather than just coming in, going to training, going home. It was like, right, you know what, we're having a bit of fun today, and it, it lifted the spirit, it lifted the camp a little bit, and the players. If the management don't want to do that or don't do that, the players tend to say, you know, we need to do something. We need a night out, or we need a we'll go all go Fernando's together, or laser yeah. quest. Any just paintball, just cut we'll loose of it all. I think I think it was Ash Williams that um, arranged paintball in one time when we were at Port County. Absolutely murders that thing, but it was just a top crack. It was just a good laugh yeah. and laugh together. I can imagine. I can imagine Ash Williams is absolutely ruthless at paintball. Oh man. This image of him going full commando, Rambo style. <laughs> you know what, right? You know what? Well, what happened? We saw it. So I think it was Ash, mate. We went. They went all out. They went. Went some place in um, in Nutsford, um, battlefield or something. It was called, and he was buying smoke grenades, <laughs> you know, pellets like exploding everything, mate. And he was buying <laughs> all. Of them. I ended up bringing one home, and it was um, when we were training there. It was in Manor Farm, where the underground Manor Farm. And I brought this, this smoke bomb on one training <laughs> session. We all changed room. I just threw it in and closed the door. The people were talking about it. Like Richard Lando was like, I had no idea what was what's going on. Is it? We must have a fire somewhere. <laughs> oh, mate, absolutely not. What about and, like Dicko? Dick, what about the kettle in him? Was it Ibiza? That was a uh, that was proud of that mate. Yeah. That's why. That's what I wanted to get proud of. He absolutely had I had all my messages. Red and no reply. Cheers, pal. Um, oh, man. He's coming yeah. on. We, we'll let, we've got... Right, let the cat's out of the bag. Adam Proudlock's coming on soon. We've got him. Like, it's happening. But go on. But you I'll know what? It, I'll save it. I'll save it for Proudy when Proudy's on. Save it for Proudy. But you know, you know these days out, somebody somebody has to end up in the lake, don't they, fully clothed? There's always... I'm not going to say no more. He's always somewhere in the lake. But yeah, we had Briggsy, mate. We had... We had Briggsy. Yeah. Winging a, a leg, mate. End of the team. You know, me and Matty just grabbed him. She said, like, you, you either get you either take your phone out your pocket now or you're going in with your phone. Yeah. And he took it out, obviously. Arm and a leg, and we just absolutely <laughs> zinged him in the freezing cold lake. And he's 6'5, so he's always going to go. Yeah, 6'5, three and a half stone piss went through. Um, but he, do you know what? He got out of it and laughed. He's, he's, yeah, and a good crack. he's just a top guy, brings it. Yeah, it's class. Oh, well, well listen, I, I want to hear more of these. Uh, well, I think we should have a team building bonding. Down at the lake or paintballing or something. One thousand percent, yeah. Bit weird, yeah. bit weird. Just three of us at a lake, in it really. <laughs> well, game or maybe a pub. <laughs> with um. <laughs> All right, lads, what are you doing? We're <laughs> what, just doing. <laughs> just throwing each other in a lake. <laughs> We've got a dinghy, mate. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm game. I'm definitely game for something. We need to start playing golf or something. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm all over that. I'm all over that. Uh, by the way, just um. To, to move the conversation on for a moment, um, I think pe- people who are listening or watching to this are going, we get it, team, team building is important. I wanted to move on about um, pe- people people mainly giving me stuff. Um, I was watching City Everton the other night on um, on Amazon, which, by the way, I think is, is really good. The, the camera work on Amazon, it just looks a bit different, doesn't it, to, um, to Sky and stuff. But Ali McCoist was on CoCom and he was trending. And I went on, and you know, usually you see, I don't know, Phil Neville, Michael Owen, yeah. uh, Danny Murphy. You know, these people are trending, and people are giving him so much stick about Cocom. Oh, terrible. But Ali McCoist was trending because he was genuinely buzzing off it. You know, he was he was loving it. And I just think 
going forward, moving to Spokane, I only know it to be more Ali McCoy than less Phil Neville. I don't. Did either of you hear Ali McCoy on the commentary? I didn't hear it. No, no, no. It brings so much more to the table when a guy is just. I don't think he. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he has any vested interest in in either Man City or Everton. Yeah, but he yeah. he was just loving it. He was. Loving he was it. I think that's what he wanted. It's the buzz that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like new though, isn't it? Like I feel like it's the excitement, like. If if you've got someone who's doing it week in week out, game in game out, the excitement's you know it wears off a little bit. It's a job, it's a job yeah. for Gary Neville. That's his job. When you get someone like Oliver Coyce who's caught, you know, it's. I think it was um, who else used to do it? He used to see it get really excited. I think it was Steve McManaman, and he used to get dead excited about the games and stuff. And you could hear that excitement. He's, he's actually watching the game, and he's not just commenting commentating on the game and you know doing his job. He's actually watching the game and enjoying the game as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I heard he got some pelters the other night because uh, I think he was doing the Liverpool game. I watched um, Barca, Barca PSG, so I missed the Liverpool one. But apparently he kept referring to home advantage when wasn't it a, a neutral ground? Because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. ...or something. But um, there he made... Basics. Basics. Yeah. We've got to, we've got to get it in. So, well, listen, I think, I think we can start to wrap up. But... Um, I'm, I'm nailing on this um, this team building day. And what paintballing or maybe down at a pub. What we should do is we should get some of the legend guests to join us. That'd be, that'd be classic. Yeah. yeah. Social distancing, though, guys. Stay safe. Save lights. Save well, the nature. No paintballing, mate. You can enforce social distancing by. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's a great crack. Like, very, very painful. Been a couple of times. Got to be old, yeah. Well, for me, pal's birthday was uh, his mum and dad bought him for uh, for his birthday. There's about eight of us went. Got to the very end, it was like, right, we're having a you know one v one now. So, you, so you, you get in pairs, and you all line up one v one behind each other, back to back. He said, you blow his whistle, um, and then you, you start walking forward. So you're walking away from each other. When you blow the second whistle, you turn, and you the just weapon. you turn and you just shoot each other. So like, like, right, listen, we won't shoot each other. On the third whistle, you can shoot anyone. So it's like, we won't shoot each other. But on the third whistle, we'll just pick everyone off. So the first whistle went, we started walking. The second whistle went, we turned, aimed the guns at each other, no shooting. Everyone's fucking firing um, pellets at each other. The third whistle, we turn, I saw a shoot a mate. My mate thinks, nah, just picks me off. <laughs> Got my gun on the floor. He shot me in the hand. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to scramble on the floor to get his gun while he's picking me off. He's hitting me neck. I'm screaming like a, like a twelve year old girl. Oh mate, it was very painful. Oh, I surrendered to it. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't wait for that one. Yeah, we'll do it again definitely. Yeah, yeah, can't wait. We should, we should, we should mix some I'm of up for the lake. If you don't mind. We should do zorbin paintballing on a lake. What yeah. could go, what could go wrong? Mm. Uh, you know what I, I do want to do. Have you seen that, that the um, the football like? You're inside. You got the. You got the like a yeah. like half a zorb. It's round you up to you. Hold on to it. And you're running. And you just run into people and knock them over. But it doesn't yeah. hurt because when you bounce down, you just bounce back up again. I'm claustrophobic. I need like a written guarantee. I'm gonna get out. You know. Then you've got to do the bleep test in it as well. <laughs> I, I reckon, <laughs> Matt, Matt. I reckon. I reckon you've got to do zorb boxing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs up. Yeah. 
Before we let you go, Nico, um, that, that, that county paintballing day, who who was ruthless and who who was who Ash was Williams ruthless. was ruthless, mate. Ash Williams was ruthless. So who else? Rosie as well. I think I'm pretty sure Rosie Rosie was like GI Joe. <laughs> if I'd like, I, I think was, like, like some Mike Malkin who just I don't didn't see him. I think he just hid behind a tree for four hours. Uh, <laughs> who else was there? I think we had. Um, do you remember Michael Walski? Yes. No what? one would shoot him. No one would shoot him, mate. You see, so, so do you know? Do you know what he used to do with the gym? So he used to be in there lifting weights. I was about seven stone piss wet through. <laughs> they were like not seeing cotton. Doing a uh, lifting ten key of a side, struggling like that, me out, shaking like a shitting dog. <laughs> Michael Walski came in, and you know when you got like the triangle um, thing that you put all the weights on the other side. Yeah, yeah. just do shrugs with that. <laughs> <laughs> all the weights on, mate. Like all weights, just just shrugging it. Nah, Akin Fema style. Yeah, he's training oh, on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, he's training a bin bag to try and get the sweat out and yeah, yeah, yeah. Forward, like, that's just not good for you. It's not that's not gonna help you. You're gonna pass out. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, it, it was, no one shot him as an animal. So so on a scale you've got Michael Walski on top, Ash Williams and Michael Rose somewhere just below him. Um Michael yeah. Malcolm other end of the spectrum. Michael Malcolm bottom yeah other end of the spectrum. I was like mid mid I couldn't hide anywhere because I just if my legs didn't stick out my head stuck out somewhere I was that long. No, it was before then. It was, I think it was my first year. I think it was my first season. Well, obviously Wolski was there. So, um, James Spencer. James Spencer was ruthless actually. He used yeah. got Spencer yeah. was most ruthless. He used to go out hunting, so we would just pray. That's all we were to him, pray. Honestly, he was just like, Oh, there's that's not that's not William Dickens. That's just a pheasant. I'll get it. Yeah. I'll cook it. Yeah, you yeah, won't cook it. Um, yeah, there was some ruthless, some ruthless ones. Right. Yeah, I'm well, not up for this. I'm not up for this one. But I'll be honest. No, no, no. Let's let's stick to uh, let's stick to um, you know social distance one. Live music, live music at a bar. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling that a little. Mm -hmm. Yeah, live music. Mm -hmm. A man and a guitar. That's all you need. No guns allowed. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Well, listen. Fellas, um, it's been it's been it's been special. Uh, I'm oh, gonna nice. I'm gonna go and change my shirt and shave my head. I'll uh... <laughs> just just shave, just change your curtains, mate. Be fine. My missus is. You know what? One of these days, she's gonna listen to one of these and and hear this. But that'll be the last time I'm on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll come and it'll just be like a, a, a white wallpaper next. Well, listen. <laughs> Until next week. Here we go again. Cheers, Cheers fellas. Take care.